Welcome to Heart of Worship Church Podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Hi, I'm Miranda Wright, and this is day nine of our 120-day Upper Room Prayer Campaign. Today we're going to talk about principality and begin to war against the greater powers that rule over regions according to scripture. God makes it very clear in Ephesians 6 when we read that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and rulers in dark places. Even in the high places of this world, we're still not fighting against men, but against the powers and principalities that influence men. In the same manner that a born-again, blood-bought, sanctified, filled with the Holy Spirit, saint of the living God, is led by the Spirit of God, so are the children of disobedience, according to Scripture, led by the Spirit of error. They are led by unholy spirits. And these powers and principalities and rulers in dark places are really the ones that we war against, not the people that they influence. This is why Scripture commands us to pray for all men, but to take authority against the wickedness that rules men. It's a little easier for us to grasp the concept of a person being possessed by a spirit than it is for us to grasp the reality that areas, communities, churches, entire regions, countries, and nations fall under the influence of ruling powers and principalities. But we see it very clearly laid out in scripture, a great example that we all know is when Daniel fasted and prayed for 21 days, seeking an answer from the Lord. And the archangel came to him at the end of his fast and said, As soon as you prayed, God dispatched me with the answer, but the prince of Persia held me up for 21 days. Now I ask you, what human prince can hold up an archangel of the living God? Of course they cannot. He was speaking about a principality, a ruler in the spiritual realm over the region of Persia, because what the people come into agreement with, they give authority over them. And though the church has all authority, for the most part, they do not move in their authority. And therefore the enemy sets up rule in the void that they have created, walking in the authority that we have relinquished. A very interesting fact about this encounter is that the archangel discloses that in some form or fashion, Daniel's prayer and his fasting aided in his battle. Because it says that he warred for 21 days and Daniel fasted and prayed for 21 days. And at the end of his fast, the principality was disposed and the angel got through to do the decrees and the work of heaven. This is why Jesus informed us that if we will have the faith, even of a mustard seed, then we can speak to that mountain, say, be thou cast into the midst of the sea, and it will be removed. However, some go only by prayer and fasting. He told this to the disciples after having cast a demon out of a child that they could not cast out. And he was informing them that there are powers and principalities that have rights to rule, but those rights can be stripped by the prayers, fasting, faith, and declarations of his saints. Because Jesus laid out everything that we need to do. He said, you need to have faith. You need to pray. 
You need to fast and you need to speak and you will cast it out. Because the good news of our gospel is that our Lord and Savior has already disarmed these foes. In Colossians 2.15, we read Jesus having spoiled. That word spoiled means disarm at the crucifixion at Calvary, at that checkmate moment when he was lifted up and drew all men from beneath to above and set us in heavenly places with him at Calvary when he provided the atoning sacrifice, the blood that would wash us of our sins and allow us to be infilled with his Holy Spirit caused us to be brought into the family of God because in God's eyes, what makes family is spirit. It's not about where you came from. It's about whether or not you have his spirit. And if you have his spirit, and you are led of his spirit, then he calls you son and daughter. And that lifts you up from being beneath those fallen angelic impressors to being above them in rank and authority because you are now a part of the family of God and they are under your feet. And so it says that Jesus, having spoiled or disarmed principalities and powers, had made a show of them openly triumphing over them. At the cross, he triumphed over them and and he publicly disgraced them. He took his place, he put them in their place, and he put us in ours. In Ephesians 1 verse 19, it says, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? According to the workings of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in the world to come and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Jesus is our head. He is our leader. He is our Lord. And he has been given all authority, power, dominion, and might. And all things have been placed under his seat. And he has lifted us up to be seated with him so that all these things are also under our feet, including powers and principalities. And I'm here to tell you something today that ought to excite you. And if you can get it in your spirit and run with it, it can change the very region in which you live. I'm here to tell you today that you can cast demons out of a region just as easily as you can cast them out of a man. Watch this. In both the Gospels of Matthew and Mark, we read a story of when Jesus crossed over the sea and went into the land of the Gadarenes. And in this land, there was a man that was well known for being a demoniac. He was a man who was possessed with many demons. The Bible calls them legion. That means there were thousands in this man. But when Jesus encounters him and begins to command these spirits to come out, we see a very interesting thing. In Mark chapter 5 verse 6, picking up in this story, we read, But when he saw Jesus, this was the, the man possessed with the legion, when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshiped him. And cried with a loud voice, saying, What have we to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that ye torment us not. For he, Jesus, said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And Jesus asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. 
Now, there's an interesting thing going on here. First of all, this man is possessed of many demons, but they are all being ruled by one demon because Jesus is speaking to a singular, but dealing with an army. Legion is an army. There was, there were many thousands of demons in this man, but they were all being controlled by a power that was over them. So instead of dealing with each individual demon, one by one by one by one, Jesus dealt with the strong man. He dealt with the leader. He dealt with the power. And it's better to deal with the principalities and the powers than to spend all of your time taking shots at the little foot soldiers. So Jesus is talking only to the leader here, but the leader identifies that he is called legion because there are many. And then it gets very interesting. It continues to say, and he, the leader or the power over these many demons, and he besought Jesus much that he would not send him away out of the country. Now get this. He's saying, you can cast us out of the man, but please do not cast us out of the country. That should excite you because that means you have the authority and the power not only to cast demons out of a person and set that person free, but you have the authority and power to cast demons out of a region, out of a country, out of a territory and set that region free. And it's time we start standing in the authority that God has granted us and start calling these things out for what they are and casting them out so that we can see our land changed, cleansed, delivered and set free by the power of our Christ. So I'm not going to bore you today with a long lecture and lesson. I think you can understand the concept of what I'm laying down here. But we're going to get right into prayer today. Because it's time that we start taking authority. And we're going to start identifying and calling out specific principalities. And identifying their characteristics. And you're going to begin to notice that the power over a region influences the major sins of those regions. There are places that are so dark and that are full of suicide and abortion and every manner of death. And we can go from person to person and we should seeking to deliver them from the influence of those spirits. But when you see something predominant in a region, then it's time to start dealing with the powers and the principalities that are sending the orders down to enforce and endorse that in the region. You got a spirit of death. There is a spirit of death. Of course there is. According to scripture in Revelation 6, there is a literal spirit of death. That incites to murder, that incites to hatred, that incites to depression and oppression. Yes, there is a spirit of perversion. Yes, there are specific principalities and powers that will influence your region. And what influences your region will influence your family and it will influence you. But many times we fight against our family or we fight against our friends or we... Or we fight against our brothers and sisters in Christ because they've been influenced by a spirit. And in doing so, we set ourselves in opposition to God's will and strip ourselves of our authority. And the devil is sitting back laughing at us the whole time. When if we learned his tactics, stood up and called them out for what they are and began to take authority and call him out and cast him out, we would have much better effect in the kingdom and in our region. So God, we come before you today. And we worship you. We thank you, God. We lift up a shout of praise that you are good. Jesus, that you came and that you died and that you gave us this right, this authority, this commission. And we thank you for the revelation of it, Lord. I pray that you get it in our spirit, that you cause our heart to hear it, Lord, that the enemy shakes at the very name of Jesus. Your word says that even the demons tremble at the name of Jesus. Oh, if only your people had as much 
faith, to know the power of the name of Jesus. We worship you, glorify you, God. We honor you. We thank you. We set you in your proper place in our hearts and in our lives. You are the creator of all. There is nothing too hard for you. We lift up that shout of praise because we know that it brings confusion into the camp of the enemy. And God, we pray for your wisdom and your revelation to lead us in this battle because you are our great general. And yes, we are the soldiers of God according to scriptures. And your word says that a good soldier does not busy himself with the cares of this world, but he is focused on the battle at hand. So God, we pray that you remove every distraction that takes us out of the place of warfare that might cause breakthrough to come through that would change our city for you, that would change our state for you, that would change our nation for you, that would set the captive free, that would change our family, that would change the broken and confused, God, that would bring deliverance to the captive, that would lift the cloud of oppression and depression. God, we pray that the very foundations would be shaken, that a generation would be awakened to know who their God is and who they are in you, that you have given power, that you have made us your sons and daughters, that we have rights and authorities, that we are not walking in and it's allowing the enemy to run rampant on the land. God, we stand and we decree in the mighty name of our king that no more, no more, we stand and we pick up the sword of the word of the Lord, which is the rhema word of God. Holy Spirit, come and use our tongue. Come forth out of our mouth and send forth the decrees of heaven to serve hell. Notice that their time is up, that the reign of wickedness is over and the latter rain of God is beginning to flow with a mighty rushing river with the sound of an abundance of rain that things are going to change and they're never going to be the same by the power of our Christ we call forth life we call forth divine justice we call forth the people unto repentance God we pray for a spirit of repentance that the people might be used mightily by your army. God, we ask the Holy Spirit to come, to breathe on us and speak through us, that we might be raised up a great and mighty army. And then we take authority against the powers and principalities and the rulers in dark places and all of their sorcery and witchcraft that they use against the minds of men. Oh Lord, you said through Paul to the church of Galatia, oh church of Galatia, who has been bewitched you that you have so quickly fallen away from the truth there is a bewitching in the land there is a manipulation in the land there is a confusion in the land there is a spirit of control that that perverts the truth and then converts the truth so that many would say that which is good is evil and that which is evil is good when your word says woe unto such because every prideful man shall be brought low and only the word of God will stand in the end and it will be our judge so God we speak forth those decrees and those judgments against the powers and principalities that be 
over the lands of our inheritance, over our homes, over our churches, over our cities, and even over this nation. And we say we bind you. We cut you down with the sword of the word and we cast you out. And the word says that they will be destroyed by the sword. And as we begin to walk into an understanding and into alignment with the word of God, there is no weapon formed against us that can prosper and there is no enemy who can overcome us or stand against us. But the Lord God Almighty will have his way in his great and dreadful day. And God, we pray that you come forth now, that you set your foot down out of heaven and you put the enemy underneath it and you make this place your footstool and you cause it to reverence you and to worship you in the beauty of your holiness. And we give you praise for it. We give you thanks for it. We glorify you for it. And God, I pray that you raise up a people with a hunger for the truth. Because many have been wandering aimlessly. As the scripture says, ever learning but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Because without your Holy Spirit to teach it to us, then it is nothing but sounding brass. God, I pray for a stirring of faith in the people. Let a faith in you and your word and your authority and your power and in in your omnipotence. God, I pray because this podcast goes out over a vast region, Lord, across the nation even. And so the rulers over different areas are going to be a little different, even though we're going to try to hit them all. God, I pray for divine revelation in the hearts of your warriors, in the hearts of your soldiers, in the hearts of your children. That they would know that you would bring revelation as to what the situation in their area is and what spirit it is. And God, as we begin to go through these through these different powers and principalities in prayer, addressing each one and identifying their characteristics, that you would prick the heart of the people when we identify the one that they need to be warring against for their territory, the one that they need to be calling out and kicking out out the one that they need to be speaking forth the word of God the truth against in Jesus name God I pray for wisdom in how to war we need your instruction Lord because every different principality and power requires a different strategy Lord there are different prayers there are different fasts there are there are different stories through scripture that give us revelation and how they have been overcome in times past And God, I pray that you bring it to our understanding, that you put it in our spirit, that you cause our ears to hear it, that you give us eyes to see, Lord, that you give us hearts to believe, that you put your spirit within me, Lord, that you put it in us and let it come out through us in the decrees of heaven against all the works of hell. Because you watched as Satan fell, as lightning from heaven. He's already been cast down. And though he has come with great wrath against the church of God, he has already been judged. He has been judged and found defeated in the name of our king. And we will stand our ground and we will speak the truth and we will give the testimony that will overcome him no matter what rises against us for it, no matter who dislikes us for it, no matter how much the enemy tries to silence, we will speak 
speak the word of the living God because we will overcome by the blood of the lamb, the word of our testimony, and because we will not love ourselves, our lives, our own will, thoughts, desires, and emotions more than the kingdom of God, the people of God, and the souls of men. God, I pray against that power of selfishness that rules hard in this nation. God, we come against it. We pray you bring... We pray you break the scales off and the blinders off of the eyes of the people that have been bewitched by the lies of materialism, by the lust of this world, by the deceitfulness of riches, by the cares of this world that you said are thorns that will choke out our fruitfulness. And if we don't produce good fruit, then we are good for nothing and we shall be cut down and cast into the fire according to the words of Jesus Christ. So God, we lay aside all desire for those things and we set our sights on the mark of the high calling of Jesus Christ and we put our focus on the battle ahead and we say, Lord, we shall not be moved like trees planted by the water with roots going down deep into the word. We shall not be moved because having done all to stand in the fateful day we shall stand having the helmet of salvation a breastplate of righteousness shoes of the gospel of Jesus Christ the belt of the spirit of truth which is the Holy Spirit a shield of faith able to turn away every dart of the enemy and the sword of the word of the living God we shall stand our ground thank you for listening to heart of worship church podcast for more podcasts sermon videos daily devotions great new worship music and more be sure to download our app by searching heart of worship church in the app store or google play or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.